Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of the Intelliki Podcast. I am your humble host Paul Vado and today we are talking about virtues that will help you today. Now most of these go against the grain of what society deems these days as being acceptable. They are things that don't make you money, don't make you famous, uh, don't get you lots of friends on Facebook. They are things that in essence will create a better you, right, as opposed to a better you through others. It's about your investment in yourself. Now, I've used the word virtues and people have gone, virtues? That's a bit old-fashioned. You can call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. I really don't care. Seven, uh, you can call them attitudes. You can call them, um, you know, you can call them uh, rules. You can call them whatever you want. I don't know. And a few people have said when they knew that I was going to do this, they've gone like, hey, how the fuck, who the fuck are you to tell me to be virtuous? I'm not telling you to be anything, dude. I'm not even telling you to listen to this podcast. You do whatever the fuck you want, right? At the end of the day, you know whether you're a good person or a bad person so at the end of the day you take what is useful to you and you fuck off what is not so take it or leave it makes no difference to me i've got some awesome music everyone from uh, zola jesus to archie to dead sarah uh you, you name it it's going to be good so i hope you guys stay with me for the next hour we're gonna have a lot of fun and uh we'll be back soon after a few songs two three four We'll make it all on. 
I said today we're talking about uh, some virtues that I've implemented and that I think you probably should as well which might just make you a better person by my standards not necessarily by yours and sure as shit not by society's and I guess the first one is passion right because I I believe kind of contrary to human perception uh, a warrior is not this cold unfeeling person but it's they're basically a man or a woman on fire, or transgender on fire, right? Most people don't experience true emotions, right? Because their program kind of serves to repress them um, as potentially disruptive to routines. And, and really, routines are the meat and potatoes of society, right? Instead, most people, what they do is they fabricate these fake emotions as a surrogate, right? Because that surrogate is a lot easier to control. So in place of wrath, they feel indignation. In place of love, they feel sentimentality. And and in place of passion, they often kind of, you know, replace it with obsession. And I'm just as guilty. It's taken me a long time to get where I am, motherfuckers. This wasn't an overnight thing, right? Most enlightened people, I guess, move in, in precisely the opposite direction, right? They kind of seek to intensify their emotions to the limit, right? Until these emotions have transformed into a a raw state or have been purified. They don't necessarily control their emotions, but they control their response to emotions. Um, And so by doing that, they kind of refuse to allow themselves to be controlled by them. And this is a lot of, this comes down to a lot of that stoic philosophy that you guys have heard me speak about in the past, right? So if you kind of don't indulge in negative emotions like pity or or conceit, you'll kind of eradicate them from your life. And more useful, right? Uh, But still negative emotions like grief, uh, you kind of tend to use sparingly. By kind of plunging yourself into an experience of just wrath, of rage, right? you can go through it much more quickly. It's kind of like getting it out of your system, okay? Nothing nothing is repressed, and, and so nothing's held on to. You find a positive way to get it out of your system, whether you 
punch a punching bag or whether you run all out or whether you do something to get that out of your system. But what you don't do is hold it inside and give yourself some fucking stomach ulcers. But from my perspective, I think at the base of all emotions is passion, which is kind of the, the purest expression of of love, right? So whatever a person should feel, they should feel passionately, right? Because passion is a, a pure form of energy, which which can permeate all your acts, right? It can inject intensity, force, vigor. You know, it, think of something that you love, that you're passionate about. You don't have to be told to do it with all your might. You just fucking go and you do it, right? Your, your passion can burn away all those shitty lesser emotions until we, until we write the pure ones are left. And, um, you know, so long as you remain center, centered, should I say, Jesus, I've lost the ability to speak. Even my notes are all over the place. You're kind of able to boil down every emotion as it comes to its essence, okay? And kind of feed this inner fire in your love for life, in your love for what you do. And so, you know, a lot of society, a lot of our world, which kind of feeds on these shitty feelings like pity and sentimentality and melancholy is kind of powerless in the face of passion. And so that's why I believe that you should really cultivate passion in whatever you choose to do to its utmost intensity. All right, I'm going to play a couple of songs and we'll be back soon.
are back. My dogs are howling, and uh, and that's like my real dogs, right? And I want to talk to you guys about the next kind of, I, I guess, virtue or, or thing you should inject into your life, and that is ruthlessness, right? Now, ruthlessness has been given a, a very negative connotation, right, by most people that are disguided, well, or misguided, should I say. So passion at its purest is indeed ruthless, right? Ruthlessness is a simply a total lack of pity. A true passion is devoid of pity because pity precludes the respect of equals, right? Pity is kind of the poor man's compassion, like sentimentality is a, you know, a, a person's imitation of a real feeling, right? Pity entails the victim's perspective, Okay, and, you know, society loves to pity the victims of injustice and disguise their own kind of self-loathing and inadequacy as a, a genuine concern for others and for the state of the world. And so ruthlessness has been painted as a most undesirable trait by society as cruel or selfish or malicious or brutal, right? But in this kind of saccharine fucking hallmark card world, right, to be devoid of pity or sentimentality, so false emotion, right, equates to cold-heartedness, but only by being utterly ruthless with our fellow man, by being free of concern for him, can we really begin to help them, right, because to be ruthless means to speak plainly, to, to speak without mincing words, to override the fear of offending, right? And at the base of most kind of humatons consideration for others is the kind of this abject desire to be liked. Stop wanting to be fucking liked, right? That shit really sucks. Just start believing in yourself and being liked by yourself, right? And ruthlessness kind of precludes a desire, like this kind of selfish desire by being liked. It means to act without hesitation or without doubt, right? Free of the uh, unnecessary baggage of sentiment or timidity or deviance, right? Because, you know, people love to fuss and mince and beat around the bush and defer and forever defer and take a week to do what you could do in a fucking hour, right? Whereas, to me that kind of enlightened person, that warrior, they have no time for this, right? Their ruthlessness cuts through all that shit, through all that guff, right? Society is kind of watching their every move relentlessly, waiting for them to slip up. And since, you know, you should be in a constant state of war against your own kind of force, false self, every act is an act of war, an act that will bring about their total defeat, Right? You must, and this is a pretty extreme statement, but you you must always be ready to die for your act, right? With that kind of attitude, it becomes clear why people that are that are that passionate and that ruthless about living life, why their mood and their manner might seem kind of ruthless to the average kind of person. Because most people don't understand that we are engaged in a fight for survival. Okay, and only the ruthless and the courageous will survive. Getting up every morning is you gotta be ruthless. You gotta be passionate, right? Don't waste your energy constantly complaining, trying to be like wishing things were different, right? You wanna make things different? Get up and fucking make them different, right? There is no time to feel sorry for yourself, right? Because the reality is society is changing. It never rests. It's constantly trying to inflict in you a sense of you, you know, only achieving through the eyes of others. So achieve through your own eyes and be ruthless and get it done. All right, I'm going to play a couple more songs and uh, we'll be back soon. Call a party now. Let's go. 
right, we are back. And, um, you know, someone just messaged me and said, hey, man, you forgot to do the rules of engagement and you're swearing a lot. Ooh, boo-ha-ha. You know, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, which it might probably won't be, but you never know, you might be, um, I want to let you know that we have some rules of engagement, right? The first rule is um, we don't... Uh, do research here. This is my opinion. This is what I do, right? So, um, if you if you want kind of statistics and so forth, you need to go somewhere else. Like the Australian Bureau of Statistics, we do some awesome work. Um, we swear a lot. Fuck shit, us cunt boobs. So if you don't like swearing, again, this is not for you. Go elsewhere. And finally, anything I tell you works for me, but it may not work for you. So, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. If it works, cool. If it doesn't, well, that's cool too. It works for me, but not necessarily for you. And at this point in time, uh, I would like to do a shout out to some of our show sponsors, Tracks Restaurants at 533 Nepean Highway, Bomb Beach, Monday nights and Wednesday nights, Palmer night, Thursday night, steak night, somewhere between 20 and $23. You get a massive meal and a drink. Go down, say hi to little Xander, Jeff and Casey, and you know, you will get a massive, massive meal. Ozpet Miners, your trusted pet care alternative at ozpetminers.com.au. Uh, call Mr. Spencer today on 04 They do dog walking, pet transport, waste removal. Uh, they do feeding and watering of your dogs. They administer medications if you go away. They do bins in and out, security checks, you name it, they do it. So reach out to them at ozpetminers.com.au or call 04 Doobsis.com at D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. My homeboy, Ivan, web and application development. They do it all, man. They do uh, new websites. They change existing websites. They do application development, on-site and off-site, search engine optimization, development roadmaps, pretty much everything you need for your web and application development. Go to doobsis.com. That's D-O-O-B. S-I-S-S.com. And of course, Cruise PT, C-R-U-Z space PT for personal training. My little brother, Phil the Cruise, uh, on Instagram and Facebook. If you ever wanted to learn how to fight and not get punched in the face uh, and get super fit, he's got some mad workouts up there on Instagram and Facebook. Reach out to him on Facebook. Tell him his big brother sent you and he will look after you. Okay, so today we're talking about... Um, a few, a few things that you can inject in your life, a few virtues that you can inject into your life that uh, hopefully will give you some food for thought and you make your life better. And the next one I want to talk about is, is humility or patience. Not one that we're good. Humans are not good at being humble, especially in this day and age with your Trumps and your Boris Johnsons and all that Kardashians and all that shit. But I guess the the thing to think about is that since most people's egos or their self of their their kind of self sense of self importance provide their their plug in into society, uh, the means by which it kind of defines and restricts and controls them. A kind of enlightened person knows that the more that they can reduce their egos, the less fixed or solid their sense of self becomes, right? And therefore, the kind of the freer they will be to reinvent themselves outside these, you know, fake influences of society. So to this end, uh, a, a, a kind of enlightened person can remain humble and diffident and self-effacing at all times, right? Uh, so even if you are someone famous, you know, and the people that I look up to, people that are, that are famous or, or powerful, they kind of never allow themselves to feel more important than anyone else, Right? Because, to be honest, the, the secret to being special is to not dwell on it. The, the, the really special people in this world know that they are quite ordinary. And um, an interesting thing to talk about is, if from an ego perspective, for me, is that, you know, as, as I've said a hundred times, I've practiced Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for a very long time, and that's an art that really strips away your ego, because it, it's not where the strongest or the fastest win, it's where the ones that have trained the most, right, win. It's about leverage and technique. And so you can have someone who can 
bench press twice their body weight, be choked out by, you know, a 65 kilo woman. And the reason that happens is because, you know, they know how to do it, whereas the other person does not. And so what happens is from a very early age, when that happens to you and you're being choked out by people weaker than you, smaller than you, then what happens is your ego kind of tends to get stripped away. You either leave and stop doing it or you learn to accommodate that in your life and you learn to become a better person. You learn to accommodate the fact that you're not always going to win. And it's it's quite an incredible experience, right? So it's, it, it's amazing to kind of talk, uh, you know, about humility because it makes you very humble to end up getting your ass kicked by someone who is weaker than you who is smaller than you it teaches you to accept that maybe life isn't fair it teaches you to 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 fight harder to try harder and at the same time it teaches you that you are not at the top of the pecking order no matter how big your biceps are all right i'm gonna play a couple more songs and we'll be back soon with uh you know one more maybe and closing off the show. Believe me. Believe me, this loneliness won't go away.
All right, we are back. And I have a couple of messages. I have one from Deb. Deb is in Melbourne and she says, awesome show. Um, it's good to see you kind of uh, have a little bit of a, a philosophical discussion, have a little bit of a hippie discussion. Well, look, that's up to you, whether it's hippie, whether it's philosophical, it doesn't matter. I, I believe that any philosophy that can't be implemented is waste. So what I really hope is that if it is a philosophical discussion, uh, people smarter than me can find a way to implement this into their lives. I've been able to implement it, but, you know, it doesn't always work. You have to fight hard. And Joel... Uh, don't know where Joel's from. Joel basically says, um, fantastic show. Wish you do more like this. Well, I think a lot of them to a certain extent lately have been like this. I think we're due for me to just lose my shit and rant and rave for a little while. But, you know, let's see how we go. So, I'd like to leave you guys with one last one. And that's this is an important one because no one uses it anymore. It's, it's about imagination, right? I think in order to unplug yourself from from society right imagination is is an incredible thing to have because i'm a firm believer that any creation starts first in the mind and if you're not a, an, an imaginative person a creative person then you're not going to be able to, to create what you want right and you're just going to accept whatever is given to you unfortunately it seems that kind of imagination is you know, it's it's what society seems to be lacking at the moment. Not ingenuity, not inventiveness, but imagination, right? I'm always amazed when I talk to children and, and I, uh, you know, my son Justice, um, obviously on, on the spectrum, has an incredible imagination, has an incredible world inside the cubic inches inside his head. So I, I'm, I always love to hang out with young people because they, they kind of almost inject that imagination into you. Um, you can kind of use it to, to dream worlds out of nothing, right? Because humanity is in a, a kind of a vicious loop, a catch-22 of cosmic proportions, right? We continue to create things, but yet we no longer imagine how our world should be we just create things to make our lives easier and it kind of freaks me the fuck out man you know and i think in a lot of ways that's why creative people imaginative people i'm so drawn to them right one of the greatest things that you can do for yourself as far as i'm concerned <coughs> is be a positive creator create something positive a podcast, a reading group, uh, martial art, anything, create something. But in order to do that, you have to imagine first that you can create it. And then you have to imagine it into existence. Everything you will ever have, everything you will ever do, everything you will ever achieve will first start with a mind. Once you have that creativity, you then have to apply passion and ruthlessness to be able to get to that end goal and I know for some of you that end goal might be a fucking S series BMW or a brand new iPhone or whatever some of them might just be to have a good family to in, to, to put more time into your children it might be to learn a martial art it might be to escape horrible circumstances an abusive relationship Whatever it is, you have to imagine what it looks like. You have to imagine that you can do it. And then you have to use passion and ruthlessness to get there. So we've kind of reached the end of the show. I know you guys want more. Yes, I got no more. I got nothing else. So look, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Again, remember, I'm a fan, and that's probably why I believe in stoicism, right? is that it's a doing philosophy. Just like what I've been talking about tonight should be a doing philosophy. Don't just think about passion. Find out what you're passionate about. Don't just think about ruthlessness. Go fucking be ruthless. Go get it. Don't just think about being humble. Be humble. Understand, like Tyler Durden said, you are not God's special children. We are all the same. You're no better and you're no worse. 
and get back to using your imagination. Go fucking play with Lego. Go draw. Go create your own world. Because you're in charge of it. You're going to die one day. And the last thing you want to do is be on your deathbed regretting that you didn't hit harder, run faster, be nicer, create more. All right, we'll be back next week. Please be good to yourselves and be good to each other. Remember who loves you. Uncle Paulie loves you. And see you next week. Deuces.
Falls blind. 